Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This podcast was created with the purpose of being real. Diving deep into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be successful while struggling with some of life's biggest challenges. In this podcast, there is no holding back. The tough questions are asked, hard things are said, and week after week, our hosts bring you tangible tips and tricks to live your best life. We're here to show you that you don't have to settle for good enough, that you can shoot for the stars and accomplish your wildest dreams. The road to get there may look a little different, but we're here to prove to you that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful podcast. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is day three. And we have three podcast episodes out in a row this week that are an hour or so long. Like that is blowing my mind, you guys. Prior to this week, I was like a little bit nervous on how this week was going to go and how we were going to be able to do it. And just like thinking about this actually happening and us teaching this five-day challenge. And now that it's here and we're in the middle of it, I am just so proud of you. Like, I'm so proud of you for showing up and listening to this podcast. I'm proud of you for doing the homework and just being here and listening. Even if this is the first time you're listening to one of our podcasts and you're listening to this one, I'm proud of you for even having a thought of starting your own podcast because I swear my heart believes, like my soul to my core, I know that the podcasts you guys are going to start, the podcast you are going to start, that you have in your mind is going to change lives. Like it is going to change so many lives and I'm just here for it. And I'm just here to teach you step by step how to do it. Me and Shalinda, of course. So without further ado, today is day three. And in day three, we talk all about speaking. You are going to get so much valuable information in this episode from Shalinda Kirby, obviously our co-host and one of Canada's top radio show hosts. She has shows all throughout Canada. She's on air on radios every single day, all throughout Canada. She has over 15 years of experience speaking behind a microphone phone and she is going to give you tips and tricks on how to approach speaking on your own podcast so that you can have uh, engaging, a riveting, uh, really attractive sounding podcast. Is that the word attractive sounding? I'm not sure, but so that you can have a podcast that sounds really good. I want to preemptively say that you don't need a broadcasting degree. You don't need to have 15 years of experience in radio to be able to have a very engaging and amazing sounding podcast. You can be you, have your own voice, and have a wonderful podcast. This episode is going to teach you some tips and tricks while being you that you can make the episode sound better, sound more engaging, and just overall be more exciting. I also go into a story on why I or how I bombed the first time I ever spoke on a stage and how 
embarrassing it was. I also speak about how the next time I spoke on a stage, I had a keynote and I absolutely crushed it. And how I went from that to being super confident to interviewing and having our own podcast and teaching classes, etc. So you're going to want to listen. We do give you tips about interviewing, things you can do to prepare for an interview, how to make sure your interviewees are comfortable, and so, so much more. So continue listening. This podcast is going to give you so many valuable tips. And because I'm not going to say it at the end of the episode, I want to say it now. It is not only possible to be sick and successful, it is possible for you. I really hope you believe that. Today is all about speaking. I'm so excited because this is Shalinda's wheelhouse. Tomorrow and Friday is a little bit more my wheelhouse, so I'll speak a little more on those days. Um, But today we're going to teach you how to be a good speaker, how to interview, how to, um, you know, take care of your voice. Shalinda's got a lot of stuff prepared for you. And then we'll have a Q&A section like we always do. So answering any questions. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, we don't include the Q&A section in the podcast itself just because we don't want to take up extra time, but our DMs are always open. So we are seriously invested in you guys succeeding. So feel free to DM us. And that goes for you guys here on the challenge as well. So today I want to start off with an exercise to get the class going or, you know, the course, the challenge, whatever you want to refer to this as, but I want everybody to take a moment to think about a goal that you have achieved in the past year. And there's been a lot that's gone on over the past year for for a lot of us, but it can be a very small goal. It can be a big goal. It can be a goal that you have set for years. And finally, this past year, you accomplished it. Um, Maybe it was a goal that you made just one day and you checked it right off the list, you know, hours later. Think about a goal that you achieved over the last year. And I want you in just a couple of words to explain to us what that goal was in the comments, if you feel comfortable. In a couple words, explain a goal that you achieved that you are proud of, that you have accomplished in the past year. Okay, Christy, I'm just going to read yours here. I paid off my current business, did it in four years. Wow. Congratulations. That's amazing. What a great accomplishment. Rochelle designed her own website, which is a a lot harder than I thought when we started to to work on ours. That's why Natalie did a majority of the business. Found a way to work through really challenging situations with my daughters. Thank you, Brie, for sharing that. Kimberly over on Facebook says, got my house emptied, refurbished, and on the market. That is a big achievement. Good job. Yeah. Jennifer changed her eating habits and she's kept a healthier lifestyle and her weight off for the whole year. Congratulations on that, Jennifer. Ruth converted my entire piano teaching business online, kept working throughout the pandemic. Yes, girl. That is a boss babe move. Uh, Emily bought a van to convert to mobile sound studio. Hello. Can you please tag us in some photos? Super cool, right? Diana, I became a published author. Wow. And have become comfortable being live. You, oh, I can't get enough about how much I like, I can't get enough of you guys. I'm so proud of you. My thoughts are mixing together. Personally, I can, I'll share with mine just to be open. I finally went all in, in my business. So I started social media side of SNS and went all in. What about you? Which I love. (laughs) 
my goal was uh, more of a personal one, not so much business related, but uh, my goal was to learn how to set healthy boundaries. Mm. And uh, thankfully, due to some therapy and all that good stuff, I was able to uh, learn that over the past year. And I feel quite confident. Anyways, my point of this exercise, everybody, thank you for sharing, by the way, um, is to focus on those goals that we just discussed. Everybody has something that they achieved over the past year. And it's like I said, big or small. And I want you to realize that feeling that you had when you achieved that goal, that like happiness for yourself, that pat on the back that you gave yourself, uh, you know, just that smile you had knowing that you checked that box off, you made that goal for yourself and you smashed it because that is exactly what this entire challenge is about Mm. is giving you that same feeling that you have accomplished something that is so great. And, and you should be proud of yourself by the end of this week. You should be proud of yourself every single day, including today. So I just wanted to start off today's uh, class with that. So and for showing up and and the feeling you guys got when you wrote those things in the comments, like, you know, that little like, yeah, I did do that, you know, and even a little bit of the imposter syndrome that comes along with some of the things that you guys said, just kind of letting it all welcoming it all and knowing that you're showing up here to these calls replay or live is a huge feat. Like, you know, a lot of people sign up and then don't show up to the calls and don't watch them. You're doing this for you. Like, how cool? How cool? Okay. Who's ready to talk about speaking today? Podcast speaking 101. So Natalie, I'm just going to kind of go and you weigh in with your perspective as we go, because I really, really appreciate your perspective because a lot of people, when Natalie and I talk to them about speaking, get intimidated speaking to me for some reason, probably because I have, you know, 16 years of broadcasting experience and I talk for a living. But you don't need to, you don't need to have any radio experience or broadcast experience or, you know, voice experience. You just need to be you talking into a mic. And we're going to just focus on that today. So first off, when it comes to speaking, a lot of people get hung up on their crutches. We all have them. Uh, If you know your crutch, and, and when I get to describe what a crutch is, I want you to put it in the chat, okay? Let us know your crutches. Let's acknowledge those insecurities today. A crutch is something that we use in conversation when we're trying to fill time, basically, like ums, uh, like, like this, you know, uh, those things are all crutches. Um, we all have them. <laughs> I'm just looking at the chat here. Um, is yeah. Um, um, is most people's crutch. <laughs> um, like, uh, yeah. Right. Lip snacking. Yeah. That's another one. That's big for a lot of people. For me, it's, you know, I say, you know, a lot, like everybody should know, you know, like, <laughs> So yes, crutches. A lot of people feel bad about them when they're recording a podcast, especially listening back. You can be very critical of that kind of uh, crutch popping up, but don't keep track of them. Okay. You want that natural sound. You want your podcast to sound like a conversation that you were having with someone. We all have those crutches in natural conversations. Um, We all say um, like you just heard Shalinda says, we all say it. And there's moments where like, there's, there's, I would say there's a scale because if you say like every second, like word, like then people are going to catch on and be like annoyed. (laughs) 
because <laughs> I did just listen to a podcast like that two days ago and it drove me mental. And it was actually a big, like big named podcast. But if you have a conversation and you say like here and there, um, I'm not sure if you guys notice us saying it, but I know we do both of us. We don't say it that much, but it is like, you know, it's a scale. So don't, we have a lot of our clients that want us to cut all of them out. (laughs) They're like, I said, I'm here, or I had an awkward pause, or I said, so people want you guys, you guys are here because we're authentic, right? Because we're our true selves and people want that from you as well. So, but know that you can also cut them out if it's, if it gets to that, you know, excess amount of them. Christy in the chat brings up dead air. You know what? Sometimes taking a pause isn't always a bad thing. I mean, long pauses where the listener may think, oh my gosh, where'd she go? And they fast (laughs) forward the episode to make sure that you're still there (laughs) because it's that long of a pause. But uh, sometimes taking a pause isn't such a bad thing. It can really just give you that moment to collect your thoughts, you know, reconvene where you want to take the the next part of that podcast or, or the conversation. You can always edit. Exactly. This is a a, a trick that I learned in radio and in broadcasting school. And I think that most people who speak do it naturally, but they don't realize that they do it. And it really helps with the inflection in your voice. It's something that I all love seeing you guys do. It's smiling. I want you to smile when you talk, because when you smile and you talk, you sound happy, you sound engaging and exciting. And, um, you don't want to smile too much and be too excited, you know, but, (laughs) but by smiling, it really adds that like nice touch to your voice. When you're, you're speaking, you're giving your, your listener a chance to hear that, that joy that you have in your voice. And you can, you're right. Christy, people can hear when you smile. Absolutely. And it changes the um, feeling too, while you're talking, right? Like it makes you more excited and you put that smile on, you listen to that exciting music prior, and then your podcast is going to be more captivating. Absolutely. Vary your vocal inflection. Now we're not talking like you don't need to be the next narrator of national geographic here, but, um, when it comes to vocal inflections, when you're speaking about a serious topic, it's always nice to just slow things down, right? Um, a lot of people feel like when they speak, they need to rush through things. Focus on what you want to, uh, what your message is out of each episode and make sure that when you're expressing that message in your podcast, when you're recording, that you're using your vocal inflections because they do tell a story for your listeners, you don't want to be smiling while talking about something that's, you know, maybe triggering or, or whatever. So maybe smiling for the intro, but then changing the way that you approach whatever subject it is and just being cognizant of it. Because a lot of the times nerves get in the way, especially as a new podcaster, you're like nervous, you're shaking, you don't really know what to talk about. So you just kind of talk about it the best way you can. And so this is just like a reminder that you're just having a conversation with the other person on the other side of that headphone. If you have a co-host, or even if you do your own podcast by yourself solo, take notes. Now, I don't mean take notes before you record, but as an example, when Natalie and I are recording over Zoom for our podcast, I have a piece of paper and a pen in front of me. And as she's, you know, going on a rant about whatever, (laughs) I'm taking notes because I don't want to interrupt her. 
And it's usually so good that I'm like, oh my gosh, she's sparking so much valuable, you know, context that I can bring to this conversation, but I don't want to interrupt. So I make notes. And I think that when I write stuff down, it's helpful to, you know, be able to revert, refer back to that when it is my time to talk. And it helps to take those notes for yourself to prior notes, not script everything, but I can show you, I take like little sticky, sticky notes for even these meetings, but every podcast, just like an outline of the direction I want to go in so that if you do have that awkward pause or you do get like a little stumped or confused or you go off track, which is my specialty, (laughs) then you can come back and you're like, oh, okay, next. (laughs) Exactly. Um, here's another helpful tip when you're speaking in your podcast recordings, start your sentences over when you're unclear. So sometimes you get going and you're just like derail, you know, you just, I I don't know what I was going, where I was going with that thought. And, and then in, in terms of editing, it makes it easier to just take that pause, refocus, say the sentence over again and continue on. So that's very helpful. If you guys have never seen audio file in, in a computer, it looks like waves. And so if you make a mistake and you're about, then there's a big gap in the audio file. And when you're there, you can just cut the mistake, glue it back on. This is like layman's terms. Cause I'm not the editor, but it's easier than if you made a mistake and then you just kept going and then you're trying to cut those seconds. Make sense. So your voice equals your personality. Um, A lot of people think that they need to have a professional sounding voice to be a podcast host. Absolutely not. In fact, even as a professional broadcaster, I don't like listening to podcasts with people who are polished because I just prefer to listen to people who are just conversing. I love listening to podcasts that sound like, you know, a woman just chilling out in her living room, having a glass of wine after a long week talking about whatever. I like that relaxed sound. I don't want something that's overproduced. I don't want something that's fake. Being authentic is all you have. So be you. It translates in the way that you speak. Everybody has you know, their, their way of speaking and their inflections and, you know, the way that they, um, choose their words to add to the conversation. So your personality shines through in your voice. A lot of the times I get people asking who produced your intro and outro, even though our intro and outro is produced by Shalinda and then Shalinda's on the podcast because like the broadcasting voice it's good for some things like it's, you know, ads, commercials, intros, outros, but nobody wants to listen to an hour of like super polished and re-edited and no mistakes and like upbeat. And it's like, oh, that's a little much, (laughs) you know, she doesn't even use it even on radio for the full show. Like, so keep that in mind. Cause I've heard shows where people are like, well, hello, welcome to this podcast. And then it's like that the whole way. And you're like, okay, I can't (laughs) like that's overwhelming. (laughs) And that's the thing is a lot of people try too hard and you don't need to try too hard. Don't try hard at all because it's not, it's not easy to, to be consistent, right? If you're not being yourself. Yeah. Just make it easy. Be you. I say that every single call everywhere. I am everywhere. I can be you. That's what will sell. That's what will grow your audience. That's what will make it fun for you to actually do. And with podcasting, you need consistency. So you need to just do what you know. (laughs) 
Christy in the chat says, I'm excited that we can record it on Zoom. This way we can see each other and play off facial expression and stuff like that. Absolutely. It's great. And trust me, as somebody who works in the radio business, um, it's interesting because most of our interviews are done over the phone. And so when Natalie and I first started to record our podcasts, we didn't see each other. I would just, I was so used to feeling comfortable just behind a mic instead of seeing her face. And we did record a few episodes, obviously in person prior to COVID. You don't always need to see someone's face, but it definitely helps for (laughs) sure. Yeah. Um, My next point in tips for speaking in your podcast is pay attention to your breathing because I don't know about you, but sometimes you, you get out of breath after speaking, you get ahead of yourself. And every time you take a breath, it shows up in the, in the audio file. If you've ever opened up a piece of audio to see your vocal recording, um, typically you can see a breath after each sentence that you've recorded. I know that most of us naturally just breathe you know, a deep breath or whatever, continue on with the sentence, but be aware of your breathing. You don't want to take massive breaths in between your sentences. You want it to feel comfortable. And if it doesn't feel comfortable and you are taking much larger breaths, slow down. It's okay to be a little bit slower in your speaking because typically in your head, it's not as slow as it seems. Yeah. We all, we like, when you think of someone who's up on stage, who's nervous, like think back to elementary or high school, you, they think they're talking slow, but really they end up talking like this. And then it's really hard to, and then their breaths are. So just like, take a, take a chill pill, (laughs) make it easy. Just relax. Yeah. And don't try recording after doing vigorous, uh, exercise, (laughs) you know, like I remember one time I finished running up the stairs and I had to jump on the mic and I was out of breath the entire time I was talking. So yeah, that's also a good, uh, FYI. Oh, that's funny. When it comes to speaking to your audience, we talked earlier this week about speaking to our target demographic, who our ideal listener is. And I did say this tip and and I'll say it again. If you're having trouble in a room by yourself, speaking into a microphone, envision your target audience member right in front of you, your podcast listener or your, your best friend, somebody that fits the type of conversation you're having that you can play off of. Whether that's, you know, through your imagination, through staring at a picture, um, a lot of the time it just helps if you're recording by yourself to envision having a conversation with someone podcasting podcasting hosts typically refer to their listeners as a group of people i'm a big fan of making your listener feel like you're speaking to them one on one podcasts i mean you can be very general and say hey everybody but I like to be addressed when I'm listening to a podcast mm-hmm. as if it's, I'm having a personal conversation with this podcast host that they are, they're speaking to me directly, uh, and that I'm not just a, a part of a group. And that's how you keep your listeners coming back because they want to feel like they have that intimate listening relationship with you. So speak to them as a one-on-one person, as opposed to addressing them as a group. 
I love that. I love that tip. We do that quite often in our podcast where we say like, I know you're probably struggling with this and you can, here's a tip that you can take home that, that type of thing. And don't be afraid to speak into the mic as if you are talking to one person. There's one podcast that I listen to and the host often says like, Hey girl, how's your week been? And she just talks into the mic as if she's speaking to me, as if I'm, I'm listening to an audio message from Natalie. So I truly feel included in that conversation because she is speaking to me. Is that Karen? Did I just give you a good enough example? Karen, an example would be like voice messaging, me and Shalinda voice message back and forth. That's how we talk, but you can do so on your podcast. So you can say, you're talking about, let's just say you're talking about making money on Instagram, that just because I know how to talk about that. So then I can say, I know that you struggle when you're posting and trying to look for your target audience. One thing you can do when you're posting on your stories is blah, 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 blah. Instead of, hey, guys, when you um, when you're looking for your target audience or whatever, it's not a great example, but I think you guys get the point where when you're making a reference, instead of saying, you know, actually at the beginning of this call, I said to our podcast listeners, because we're on a challenge instead of, you know, they know that we're speaking to someone else versus just them. But in a typical podcast, I would just direct it to one person, not you guys. I would say you that hopefully that clears it up a little. Yes. Thank you, Natalie. That was great. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Okay. Next up, we're going to jump into, uh, the interview portion of speaking. And this is something that Natalie is so very good at, um, especially in her solo episodes, because not all the time can we record together. So Natalie and I will do separate episodes for our podcast. And there's been many times that she's had to interview guests solo. Um, and so she can definitely weigh in with her perspective here because she is not a trained, you know, professional when it comes to interviewing, but first off, (laughs) tell your, tell your guests what you need out of them. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been asked to speak or provide anything to anybody for anything, and they didn't give you any direction, that is very anxiety inducing. And we do not want to do that to our guests, because like I said on, I think yesterday's uh, episode that your podcast is like your house. You're inviting a guest on your show. So you're inviting your guest into your house. You want them to be comfortable. You want them to feel like they are at home. And so the more information you provide to them on what you need out of them, that way you have a better chance that uh, you're going to get exactly what the listener wants out of that interview, the advice that uh, they're there to give. I love that. That's like, it's important, especially as someone who's been on a lot of podcasts. It's also something I don't typically do, <laughs> but I, I do when I don't. So um, I'm going to give you guys a little story, but I'm going to finish that thought um, that Shalinda said, make sure you tell them what you want to talk about. You know, if you're not a person who wants to script every question you're going to ask them because you like to kind of riff off things and have genuine conversations instead of like, question by question, that's okay. 
that's how I am. If I had question by question, I wouldn't be listening to what they were saying. I'd be thinking about the next question I had to ask. So I don't give them questions. What I do is I have a conversation with them via uh, voice notes or via email on what topic I want them to cover. What's the main reason? Like, you know, everybody is multifaceted. So we all have different things we can talk about. So if I asked someone to be on the podcast, we recently had one of my coaches, Johanna. And so I said, I would love to talk to you about pivoting in your business, about how I joined your program and was able to be successful in my business and whatever else you want to talk about. So that gives them the structure of, okay, I know what direction this podcast is going to go about. It's not going to be talking about how I'm passionate about yoga or whatever they're passionate about. So before I talk to you a little bit more about speaking, I want to talk to you about how me, just like a regular person, um, became someone who speaks on stages and podcasts and uh, is really comfortable behind a mic. And it didn't start this way. (laughs) The first ever speech, I guess I would say I did behind a mic by myself on stage was giving my testimony at a youth group that I used to be a leader of. And I bombed it so hard, you guys, that I didn't even let them put my name on the thing on their website. Like it was so bad. And I prepared for so long and I had this whole thing written out and I had like these funny jokes in there. None of them hit. It was horrible. I literally read straight off this piece of paper like this, trying to be funny. And like, it just was so bad. I I can't even imagine watching that back. But I learned from my mistakes. I learned that I was in my head for weeks prior to getting up on that stage. Like, I'm so nervous. I am so nervous. I'm going to bomb. I'm so nervous. So I got up on that stage nervous. And then the advice that I had, I forget who gave it to me, but nerves, I, I mentioned this yesterday in our call, nerves and excitement are like, there's like a thin needle in between the feeling of nerves and the feeling of excitement. You can really switch it. By just thinking, changing your thought. I'm so nervous, but it's so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That excitement will show and that, and the nerves will show. It depends on which one you choose. So the next time I actually had a keynote, the next speech was a keynote with like 50 women there paying $70 or something to come see just me. So I went from bombing my testimony to having this big, I think it was like an hour long talk or something like that. Instead of scripting the whole thing, I would go on walks every day and I would think about the progression of my speech. So I would tell my story. I would talk about this. I would give them these tips. And then I would run over those points in my head. So I had them memorized. And I also had them on like a one page small sheet on the side of me if I got too nervous and I could quickly glance back or if I went off track. And you guys, I crushed that keynote. (laughs) Like it was phenomenal. Everyone was coming up to talk to me. And from that time on, I realized that anxiety, nervousness, it's, it's going to happen. We're human, but we also have the ability to change it to excitement and to prepare and to know what we're speaking about without scripting. So you can know what you're going to talk about. You talk about a subject you love. Hopefully that's what you're starting your podcast about. And then you just go off and and speak and then you'll learn every episode. You're going to get better. And yes, our whole program, our five days, everything is about having a broadcasting standards, high quality podcast. That doesn't mean you have to be perfect because perfect perfection doesn't exist. Be yourself and you'll get better. Even to today, I don't know if I'd want to listen to our first episode. 
maybe because it would be funny, <laughs> but our first, you know, like we even got better as, as Shalinda, someone in broadcasting with 15 years experience, but we had a different relationship back then. So like our dynamic has grown and gotten better and our conversations, we play off each other better as you guys love to tell us and which I appreciate the DMS of how much you guys like our friendship and, and, um, the conversations we have, but that's something to keep in mind is you're going to feel nervous the first time you press record and it's okay. Just, just reframe that to excitement. The second thing is when you're recording, show up as your badass boss self. A lot of the times, because it's a podcast, people are like, I'll just like record in my pajamas and in my closet, because that's where we recommend that you record, you know, with my hair in a crazy bun and sticking out on all the sides. It doesn't matter what you look like at all. What matters is how you feel. And if you put that, like, I like this shirt because it looks professional, but it's super baggy. It's not tight anywhere and it's comfortable, but I feel boss in it. So if you put a like nice blazer on or whatever you feel good on every time you record, that will show in your voice. There's a study um, that they did. I was just listening to a book, one of the bigger universities like Harvard or Yale or whatever, that they did um, a study and they put salespeople in sweats and they put salespeople in professional gear. And 80% of the sales were given to the people in professional clothing. And this was over phone or zoom, like, you know, people weren't being able to see them. So it really does matter what you feel like. So do your hair in a little bit less of a crazy, messy bun, you know, tie it back, brush it before you put it up. I'm talking to myself, you guys, not just you, (laughs) but like put the blazer on, put some mascara on. It doesn't matter what you look like. It matters how you feel. And you can transform that by just changing your pajamas into some comfortable yoga pants. That rings so true to me because I often get asked all the time, uh, typically by my male coworkers, why do you have like a full face of makeup when you work at four o'clock in the morning? (laughs) Because I take the time to get up and put it on because when I go to crack that mic, my confidence and how I feel translates in, in how good of a show we have that day. I I truly do feel because even during the pandemic, I had worked from home for a week. And, uh, oh man, I, at first I thought I was going to like have the best week ever. I was going to save so much time rolling out of bed and just going to my coffee table or going to my living room table and doing the show from home and my PJs, no makeup, my eyebrows weren't on. And, uh, I, I had the worst week of shows. I felt so out of my element. And so it, it rang true. I really thought that I, you know, doing that for myself, before I would go into work every day really helped me in my speaking and how confident I felt. Yeah. And, and for Shalina, that's like a full face of makeup with lashes and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) For me, that's like mascara. So whatever it is, it's different for everyone. But doesn't she look beautiful? I know you guys notice because I've seen the comments. (laughs) So kind. Um, For interviewing. So like I mentioned, I, how do I word this? Like, I love interviewing, but I wouldn't call myself a professional interviewer, even though people like to listen to my interviews, because I do stress my interviewees out a little by saying like, it, it's fine. We'll go off the cuff. It's cool. But the the information I give you at the beginning is I do always give them the direction of the podcast. So if I'm going to tell you 
probably best practice is to give them five or six questions that you will touch on. Um, do as I say, not as I do (laughs) five questions that you will touch on, especially as a new podcaster. If you're getting people who maybe aren't as experienced podcasting, if you're bringing in people who, you know, don't have their own shows, but have expertise, it's really nice to give them five questions and then feel free when you first start that podcast episode. I think it's so important to introduce them authentically. So yes, check out their website and know what they do and have that written down, but then give your feedback on who they are to you. I always love listening to a podcast episode that introduces their interviewer as, you know, with every everything they feel about them. So I just did this with my coach, but say if you guys want to go listen back episode 29, I think maybe 30 with Johanna. Um, I, I, I introduced her as my coach, as a person who changed my life, as the person who SNS creative wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her uh, X, Y, and Z. And if you do that, then people feel like, oh, wow, that person is so exciting. Instead of Johanna is a digital nomad who is really great at social media and has X amount of followers, you know, have both. You, you can still let them know. And also in your show notes, let them know all the person's cred, but give your, your spin on that intro. And I find that makes a big, big difference in podcasting and then let the conversation flow and feel free to stop. So, like I said, like we mentioned with that gap, you can, you can stop halfway through. We actually did this in that same episode. Okay. We talked about this. We didn't touch on this yet okay, let's go to this direction or let's change it. I didn't like the way that went. Let's add this. You can have that conversation mid episode and then just edit it out or get your editor to edit out whatever you are doing, um, you know, the way that you do it. We appreciate you guys so much and we will see you tomorrow.